Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. This morning, we begin on an airplane. It was a long flight to the West Coast, and she was seated with two men, both ministers from a fundamentalist evangelical tradition. She was intrigued by their conversation and listened intently. When she found herself engrossed to the point of taking notes on the back of her magazine, she could no longer resist. So Reverend Tandy Rogers, Unitarian Universalist, jumped in. Shortly after she outed herself as a UU, the older of the two men slipped on his headphones and checked out for the rest of the journey. The younger man was totally unfamiliar with our movement and had a lot of questions. Reverend Rogers tried to encapsulate our faith by saying that she believes we are born from goodness, a fierce love that would blow our mind. It is so beyond comprehension. And when we die, we go back to that ultimate source of goodness and love, love, love. And that's all out of our control. It just is whatever it is, so we don't spend a lot of time arguing about it. The important part is the in-between, life. Our job is to remember that fierce love of goodness and build it here on earth. It's not so much what we believe, but what we do that matters. She summed it all up by saying, good, good, do good. (laughs) Good birth, good death, do good life. To his credit, Her seatmate remained engaged and curious, despite this heretical pronouncement and the series of potentially shocking revelations that followed. Reverend Rogers was likely the first minister he'd ever met who freely admitted to not believing in hell or in Jesus as God in human form. It is probably a safe bet that he hadn't encountered too many people who described themselves as bisexual, or at least claimed that identity with a sense of normalcy and pride. The two ministers had a profound conversation that unfolded over several hours. They shared much of themselves as they parsed theology, quoted scripture, and offered prayers. As they queued up to Deep Lane in Seattle, Reverend Rogers heard the older man ask her new friend if he had saved her. 
Nah, he replied. She was already saved. In traditional Christian doctrine, to be saved is to be absolved of sin and spared from eternal damnation. Unitarian Universalists don't believe in this otherworldly hell. The old joke says that Universalists believe that God is too good to damn us, and the Unitarians believe that we are too good to be damned. So what might salvation mean for us today? We reject the notion of original sin and instead embrace original blessing and the inherent worth and dignity of every being. Rather than holding out for a promise of what's to come, we try to make the most of the gift of this life, here and now. To be saved means waking up with a joyful heart and an abundant sense of purpose. As the saying goes, salvation is the journey, not the destination. For those of you who are now surreptitiously checking your bulletin, let me reassure you that you have indeed come to the right place this morning. It is important to acknowledge that for some of us, talk of salvation and of Jesus the Christ can feel uncomfortably reminiscent of a dogmatic heritage we've left behind. While Unitarian Universalism extends the freedom to explore our own sense of truth and meaning, it also demands of us that we wrestle with questions of ultimacy and make explicit the deeply held values that define our lives. Let's start with Theodore Parker. He, we he may well be the least known, most influential Unitarian minister who ever lived. Born in 1810, just down the road in Lexington, Parker was by all accounts a prodigy. At 27 years old, he was leading the church in West Roxbury and developing a reputation as a powerful orator. Despite the fact that he was branded as a heretic, Parker drew crowds in the thousands on most Sundays. Parker's legacy is significant, and it includes giving us a prophetic new idea of salvation. It is not so much by the Christ who lived blameless and beautiful 18 centuries ago that we are saved directly, Parker preached in 1841, but by the Christ we form in our hearts and live out in our daily lives that we save ourselves. What would it look like to reclaim this powerful idea of salvation and explore what it means to be saved as Unitarian Universalists? For UUs, salvation is not a brass ring to be achieved at the culmination of a virtuous life. Salvation is a spiritual practice. 
Dr. Paul Razor, contemporary UU theologian, tells us that many religious liberals crave more spiritual depth, but are reluctant to engage in the sustained spiritual practices that provide it. So what is a spiritual practice? Let's take yoga as an example. There is no black belt to be earned in yoga. Instead, yoga offers a series of infinite yet subtle opportunities for transformation in each moment, each posture, each breath. The power of the practice is in the devotion to coming back to the mat again and again, and coming back to the present moment again and again and again. Our time on earth is not a quest to earn admittance into heaven, but a series of moments that we are responsible for filling with love, flourishing, meaning, and joy. Salvation is available to all of us through inhabiting our days, staying attuned to connection, and building the habits of spiritual practice. Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh teaches that setting an intention can be a powerful guiding principle, even if the goal will never be fully realized. He says, if I lose my direction, I have to look for the North Star, and I go to the North. That does not mean I expect to arrive at the North Star. I just want to go in that direction. The beautiful thing about a spiritual practice is that tiny increments build to powerful steps for transformative change. Let us commit to choosing love instead of fear one more time today. Let us expand our circles just a little bit and open our hearts to one more person, one challenging idea, or one new possibility. In this moment, we can shift our orientation one degree toward mutuality. We are building beloved community for the purpose of sustaining and supporting one another in the doing. From this base camp, let us hone our habits, build the muscle of being present, reorient toward our North Star, and refine the lived experience of our theology. For it is only in the living that we will save ourselves and save our world. Blessed be. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at or through our Facebook page. 
If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.